Ever heard of endometriosis? As strange as it sounds, many women are being affected by this silent cause of infertility. I'm Razia Athman, and this is the New Vision Daily Podcast around Uganda. Hello and welcome. Lately, there is a growing trend of infertility among women which health experts associate with a medical condition termed as endometriosis. Senior New Vision journalist Agnes Chotaringereire caught up with Bitie Nalwanga and Grace Nagawa who share how they beat the health condition. You'll also be listening to experts on this podcast today. Betty Naranga Kagolo, aged 37 and the mother of a one-year-old, is recovering from surgery. Naranga recalls her health was started immediately after delivery. To start with the journey, it was after me giving birth to my son, 11 years old. It was through a C-section. So after the C-section, I thought it is the, the C that has failed to heal. I took um, tablets to, to treat like a clock, so I was treating the the, the, the the scar, like that, the C-section to heal. It took me like a year. Then, like after after birth, you take something like six months to go into your periods. My periods were very very painful, and I could feel the bulky something swollen in my in my stomach. So I thought maybe it is the scar that it has not healed. I go to the I go to a scan. They tell me I had fibroids. I was like, how come they can't tell me I have fibroids yet? They did see them when they were cutting out the baby. I was resistant. But the situation was becoming worse. Heavy periods. I met different doctors. They were like, oh, actually, even the scans were telling me I have fibroids. I went into a surgery. That was 2014. To remove the fibroids, so I can have good quality of life. The next month, after the surgery, periods were very, very painful. I had to go back to the scan. They told me I have fibroids again. That's when a friend of mine told me to meet a certain doctor. That doctor told me to go to St. Catherine and I do a scan. That's when they told me I have a condition called adenomyosis. Even if we remove the uterus, when you have endometriosis, the pain will not go. I was given morphine, Dr. Musana told me to take morphine. I took morphine. The pain didn't go. Another, Grace Nagawa, who is a nurse by profession and doubles as the chief executive director of the Endometriosis Foundation of Uganda, battled with the condition for 20 years, since the onset of her menstrual period at the age of 14. Luckily, four years ago, Nagawa was able to undergo surgery, which restored her quality of life. Nagawa shares her story. For sure, since 14 years of age, my periods were not like for any uh, normal periods, like for like any other woman. I started having black clots, and this happened for one week. So I used to have that chronic pain, diarrhea, and then I used to have heavy cramps, like I had to leave school. So this kept on moving until I used to have like seven days in a month that I used not to bleed. So the pain that used to be before, during and after, it started becoming 
daily pain. So I started going for scans and they used to see cysts. But of course, health workers used to call them physiological cysts. After 17 years of battling with a health condition, Nagawa was diagnosed with stage 4 endometriosis and had to undergo surgery. Come the following morning and he told us <coughs> this is <coughs> endometriosis stage 4. So he told us this is a condition that is really a bit hard to manage. And he said for sure he wouldn't have done the surgery. So he was like, it's endometriosis stage 4 and the what he told me was in Uganda, no one can manage your grace. Yeah. So um, this was a specialist, uh, Professor Rafik. So we met him. Of course, it was over 30 million. As a family, we couldn't afford that money. But I just have to say it's God that provided. We really had to sell off some property at home. And then I went for that surgery. It was done. It was excision surgery. They had to uproot all the tissue. Of course, he told me the intestines were severely affected, so they couldn't overcut the intestines and left a bit of it. He had to restore my uterus. He left it in. Actually, he told me that first surgery that was done, for sure I was like, it wouldn't have been done. It just messed up. It made the end of spread further. However, he restored my uterus and promised me that I can still conceive. In the effort to support fellow women battling with a health condition, Nagawa decided to set up Endometriosis Foundation of Uganda. Week we managed to have two. One had to go to Nairobi and then another one has been worked on here in Uganda. So we will really call upon our dear sisters and brothers out there, whoever feels can support Let's join hands and support these ladies. Yes, we are running a GoFundMe through our social media platforms, Endometriosis Foundation Uganda, to support these ladies with surgery. The executive director, Beth and Women and Family Hospital, Dr. Andabati Gonzaga, explains endometriosis. Sometimes the health condition affects the lungs and the umbilical cord, as he explains. Let me explain how endometriosis arises. Now, all of us, you know that... Uh, a woman within the reproductive age gets her periods every month. Now, this period is from the inside of the womb. Now, inside there, the womb is lined with a thin lining of tissue, what I could call a skin. This is a temporary skin. It forms every month in response to her hormones, and it prepares the womb to receive a baby, and if that does not happen, then the womb sets that lining off in response to the hormone changes. It remains in the chest cavity. It, it accumulates and gets trapped in the chest cavity. Now, because it has nowhere else to exit, it accumulates there and it compresses the lungs. Scientists are still investigating the cause of the health condition, although fertility experts associate it with pelvic infections, among others. This we are still investigating. But what we know is that uh, endometriosis seems to be the, the it seems to develop from uh, some cells which were destined to become cells of the lining of the womb but for some reason they end up in the wrong place and so they get reactivated so in that way you could say it is congenital but we're also beginning to see some situations where we could relate them to 
some pelvic infections. But again, these are still being investigated. Fertility experts warn that the cases of endometriosis recovered in health facilities are a tip of the iceberg. The problem is much bigger. Dr. Joseph Mohomoza, who is also a fertility and endometriosis expert at Roswell Hospital, explains the condition. He says endometriosis is treatable especially if diagnosed early. Endometriosis, I don't want to tell you that there is prevention for it. It is those that have been unfortunate, they will get the disease. It's very hard to prevent. The only treatment for it is early detection and diagnosis. But it's a disease that is very hard to prevent. Coping and managing the health condition includes lifestyle modification and appropriate diet and regular exercises, as Dr. Mohomoza explains. Most of the concentration of the phytoestrogen comes from the oats. There's what we call oats. Oats are cereal, things like that, with a little bit of much carbohydrate and starch. So they tend to increase the estrogen from external sources. So if you can avoid that, uh, maybe encourage a fruit and vegetable diet. Also encourage less of animal protein. Less of animal protein, especially the red protein. In this case, I'm talking about the red meat. That also helps to lower the levels of this estrogen naturally. So yes, diet and weight sometimes help. Dr. Joseph Mohomoza says everyone should care because the affected women battle severe pain. They are emotionally and psychologically tortured and need a lot of support from their spouses and family members. These patients are in chronic pain, which is very hard to understand by anyone else. Sometimes even the spouse may not understand what kind of pain this person is going through. Sometimes even health workers fail to understand this pain. And actually some have even passed it as maybe just an addiction to strong painkillers. You walk in and people think you're just addicted to the strong painkillers. But when it's actually pain, so everyone should care because these women are usually in severe pain. They have a lot of psycho-emotional torture and a lot of social torture. Most of them are actually depressed. Report compiled by Agnes Chotarengeriri. Thank you for listening and thanks to Agnes Chotarengeriri for the detailed reporting. If you want more of our podcasts, you can always log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts. I'm Razia Atman.